everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I am proud to be Wham James, and I am joined for the December interviews with Morgan. Morgan, welcome to the December interviews. I made it to the December interviews. I'm so happy. You, you, you are on the other side. This is... Yes. Endgame. Uh, NaNoWriMo Endgame. <laughs> Setting aside, we're not going to be able to, but let's just pretend that we can set aside whether or not you finish NaNoWriMo. What was the process like of uh, self-imposed, month-long, forced writing like? It was torturous, and I was very tired the whole month, but it was it went a lot better than I thought. So, and I'm oh, good. already planning on doing it again, not during NaNoWriMo. I don't know if that will work, because I won't have a podcast <laughs> or a group of people that are also doing it alongside me, but I think that I'm in the habit and it's felt weird for the past couple of days to not be writing and like I need to write something and I know I can't work on my project right now for reasons, my November project. So I I need to like do something, you know, so it's it's good because now I feel like I'm starting a habit and that's really exciting for me. That's very, very good. What would you say was the hardest part of the month? <sighs> Probably I feel like two to three two weeks in three weeks in it was just like a slog like I think I was like maybe what three-fifths of the way through and then I was like getting from 30 to 40 thousand was horrible basically because I was at this point where I felt like I had gone too far in the story to actually make it to 50,000 and not far enough because I wasn't at 50,000 yet. So it was like, if that makes any sense, like I was having a big pacing problem the whole, the whole month, basically I was pacing everything too fast, but it, it worked out. So maybe I wasn't pacing everything too fast, but it felt that way. (laughs) So Tracy talked about how she finished and then wrote uh, basically an epilogue from a different character's point of view, because she was like, uh, I guess I, I, I finished. So I guess we'll start the short story. (laughs) That's what I thought would happen to me. (laughs) Kyle wrote two endings. So, I mean, I think that the pacing... My God. The pacing was sort of an interesting... Because it's really interesting because I'm pretty sure you all went in with outlines, which is really interesting. Yeah. So pacing shouldn't have been necessarily the problem. But the problem with that is that you can write an outline... But if you get from point A to point B in 10 words and then point B to point C in 10 words, you only have 20 words, not 50,000 words. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the problem. That's true. So, so ideally, so I think my outline had 20 points on it, which I think means that's like 5,000 words per point. Am I doing the math right? I feel like I'm not. I think it's 20 points would be 2,500 words per point. Okay. It was a certain number of words per point, basically. And I wasn't doing that. So it was like, <laughs> right. I was using less words, basically. And and basically, my outline was, it started as a straight line. And then at one point, I broke off from the outline. And I did like three little loop-de-loops. And then I swirled back into the outline <laughs> right at the end to hit my goal. So it, it worked. But it wasn't what I planned. So <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm so excited to read all of your guys' stuff. I I, <laughs> I really need to get the, the that hack. I need to pay my hacker friend to get all your guys' manuscripts. Um, <laughs> to get into my, mm-hmm. my shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's going to be 90s style, like, green screen of data. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be like, boom, ranch fucking. Um, <laughs> what would you say is the best, what was the best part of the month? Like, a, high, a particular high or whatever? Um, the end of it. 
<laughs> okay. Like knowing that I was done. So like after I finished, I didn't stop talking about it for the rest of the next two days to my family <laughs> who I was visiting out of town. And I kept turning to them like just out of nowhere. And I was like, hey, guess what? <laughs> what? I wrote a book. <laughs> and they were like, oh, my God. They were so sweet, though, because every time it didn't matter who I was telling, they would be like, oh, my God, really? That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was nice. And we did a little we did a dance party right when I finished. I hopped up for my chair and I was like, oh, my God. And then we did a little impromptu dance party in the kitchen. And it was they were very supportive of me. So the end was great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what your last word you wrote was? Oh, no, I have no idea because I ended and then the story wasn't finished, even though I just complained about that being a problem. So I ended up writing like 200 more words. Oh, OK. So I don't know what the 50,000th word is, but I I don't even know what the last word is. <laughs> I think the last word of the story is did. Mm. So there you go. But anyway, I wrote I ended up writing like 200 extra words to finish it out. So I think the past tense of to do is a really good way to end a romance novel. Um, <laughs> OK. <laughs> Sorry, that was really good. Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. This next question is sort of a, not a multiple choice, but it sort of has, you can take it two options or be like the rest of the people I've interviewed so far and just do both. What advice do you have for either past Morgan, for whom it's already too late, or potential future James maybe, or maybe other people who are attempting to write NaNoWriMo 2020? Oh, yeah, I want to answer both of those. <laughs> Do it. I don't want to pick one. Okay. <laughs> My advice for past Morgan is actually hit the word count every day and not take on so many things during November because I ended up being really consumed by this other performance art project that had to get done during the first two weeks of November um, that you you might have heard about, but I don't know if anyone else heard about it. I've, I think I've heard <laughs> rumblings. Yes. <laughs> OK. And um, I had to, I had a time limit for that, too. So then I had two things with a time limit. And then when the actual show date to perform that piece came up, I don't think I wrote that day. I think that was the one day I didn't write. When I probably had time, like I could have done it. I don't know. I got off work at 3.30. I didn't have to be there till nine o'clock at night. There was a lot of time that I could have actually worked on my thing, but I didn't. So just like pushing through and just like, listen, you ha you have to do this. You're going to regret it later when you have to spend your day off writing 4,000 words to catch up. So <laughs> yeah, that's my advice. It's just like, just do it, please. <laughs> and my advice to future participants is make an outline. Mm. That's I think that was one of my big keys to my success. And that's coming from someone who has never outlined anything right in my whole life that I've ever written. And I did it this time and it was so helpful. I think especially being on a deadline, because if you're not on a deadline, then it doesn't matter. Take as long as you want to finish what you're writing, you know. But if you have a deadline, you need to not have writer's block. Yeah is the thing. So you need to be able to sit down and look at your outline and say, oh, that's exactly what I have to work on today and not have any problems with that. So that's like outline it. Okay. Like just do it. <laughs> Good advice. Um, I want to go back to romancing the beat. Mm -hmm. How helpful did that and take off your pants turn out to be? Take off your pants was more helpful to me because I read it first and so what truly ended up happening was I read Take Off Your Pants and I outlined my novel based on that writer's approach, 
Then I read Romancing the Beat later and I went, oh, I should apply that to my outline. And then I never did. So (laughs) part of my editing process will be comparing the story to the romance beats and seeing how they fit and making sure that it fits. But that's not something I did during the writing process, only because it was like too late for me or something, or I was lazy. I don't know. One of the two. I think that it was out of your control. It was far too late. Fate had taken control and... uh... Yeah. (laughs) And November had begun. So you kind of hinted at it, but what are your future plans? What, What is now... November's over. What's next? So originally I said I wanted to self-publish and I still do. I believe it was self-publish and make a lot of money. I'm not, I don't want to hold. Yes. Sorry. You're right. Let me start. Let me walk that back. Let me start over. Originally I said I wanted to self-publish and make a lot of money. Um, I still do. Okay. (laughs) But I think I might maybe valuing it more than just sending it to Amazon Kindle, maybe. Or maybe it's just that I'm realizing that editing it is going to take a lot of time and maybe I deserve to give it more of a chance than just throwing it up and self-publishing it. So what I might end up doing, depending on how the editing process goes, it will be publicly released at some point. But depending on how the editing process goes, if I think it's really, really good, which it might be, I'm not sure yet, I might try to like get an agent or something and see about like doing a traditional publishing route. Now, I don't expect that to go anywhere. I don't want to get my hopes up. That's fine. And if it doesn't go anywhere, I'll just self-publish it. You could, if it doesn't go well, you could write another avocado themed book about the process called um, uh, Traditional Publishing is the Pits. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> that's perfect that's i'm just so excited to to i'm just so excited oh you've all grown so much oh <laughs> like, that's really nice it, it, it's such a weird thing to have sort of done the october interviews and then listen to you know what quickly became my favorite podcast and then sort of Aww. do behind the scenes like goof em ups and all sorts of silliness on the group chat and then join you for sort of like a, okay, so how are you feeling? It feels like every one of you that I've talked to so far is like battle hardened. <laughs> <laughs> it feels that way. Like it feels like, you're like yeah. you've been through something. You've kind of been through something together. It's really, really interesting to see. Yeah, no, definitely. It's um, like I'm feeling really good about it. And I'm, you know, like I mentioned at some point, I'm considering, you know, working on my next thing and I'm trying to figure out how to plan that, you know, and so I'm excited to see like what everyone else's next thing is. I don't know. It's just really exciting. <laughs> so it's it's good. I feel really accomplished and I feel everybody else's sense of accomplishment because there's some folks. I mean, Tracy really pulled it out there at the end and that's I, I'm just amazed yeah. basically <laughs> um i don't have words but and then i know like some of our listeners um for instance colin mm-hmm. colin had a wild like i know he's not on this show but i have to mention it and give him a shout out because he sent me his word count graph yeah he wrote ten thousand words in one day to catch up i've heard <laughs> legends of colin's nano <laughs> in 2019 like 
people are starting to sing ballads about it, I think. So, like, (laughs) it's a little weird, a little insider thing. Uh, I think we're going to be hearing about his NaNoWriMo experience uh, on a special uh, Wham Juice episode at the end of February. Ooh, okay. Well, everyone needs to stay tuned for that. But I guess what I mean when I bring up those two people's experiences is just that, like, what they went through is, like, what I went through was nothing compared to what they did, you know, because I... Well, because I didn't procrastinate. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like. (laughs) Exactly. But like, but like to be so far behind, he said, Colin, for instance, said at one point, like, oh, I was 30,000 words behind. And I said to him, if I was that far behind, I would have quit. Like I would have, I would have quit. And then I would have talked about how bad I failed on the podcast and that's fine. But like, I don't think I could have done that. And so that's really incredible. I mean, he doesn't really know the meaning of that word. I'm becoming convinced. Like, (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know what that means. To the detriment of his health and sanity and (laughs) coherence, he doesn't understand what just hang up the hat and you did a good job, nope. but like, no, Mm-mm. no, 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 he doesn't. No, no. absolutely not. It's incredible. So it's just, I don't know, like those people's experiences kind of really inspire me too, because it makes me think, well, I did fine just like following the rules per se, but these other people did so much more in such little time that like, maybe I could be that good too. It makes me inspired for the future. You reminded me you're in, in a very lovely way that Aaron wanted me to mention uh, other listeners that we have that finished. Um, oh, good. Amity, who we heard from on an episode with Kyle and Rihanna, uh, she finished. Yay. And Jenna, who uh, heavily, heavily interacted with us on Twitter, yes. uh, also finished. Um, I don't know if she ended up doing the basically like Neopets based event, like 90s computer based adventure drama that she was going to do or what. But uh, she definitely finished too, so that's really, really good. That's what I was going to say, is if you knew what she wrote about, because we, I know you and I were on Twitter giving her suggestions <laughs> at one point, and so I'm just curious, like, what she, happened. She either uh, yes-anded us and then did whatever the hell she wanted to, which is valid, mm-hmm. maybe even healthy. Um, yes. Or she really she really <laughs> sunk, uh, sunk into this, like, kind of like you've got male... But set in the world of like late '90s online video gaming, um, that's cool. That that uh, I was really excited about, and I, I think Aaron was really excited about too. So like, good job, Jenna, and good job, Amity, and good job, Colin. Yeah, and any of our other listeners who didn't interact with us because you know if you were listening quietly and you just completed, that's amazing. Great job. <laughs> you did. You were not interacting with us online or calling in because you were writing your book right. and being a good NaNoWriMo person. Um, yeah. Congratulations to you and your diligence is enviable and unattainable exactly. to me. Um, <laughs> uh, Morgan, is there anything about the experience that you had in NaNoWriMo that you'd like to talk about that I haven't asked you about? I don't know. I just... I feel like all I'm going to do is gush again about how like happy I am or something like, which is fine. But like, I don't have anything more like profound to say, just that I'm just really proud of myself and other people that like are around me have recognized that I worked really hard on this. And so I'm, I'm giving myself a big pat on the back. Normally I try to be a little bit humble, like slightly, like a tiny bit sometimes, (laughs) But this time I'm not because I fucking kicked ass and I'm really happy about it. I'm super happy with myself and I'm just excited to see what the process looks like next. I'm not going to look at it for like six weeks. I can't. 
I won't. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> and then I'm going to start editing and that's going to be wild. I don't know what that's going to be like at all. So, Well, I think that you have lots of um, opportunities to market your book uh, in like the monthly mailing box uh, market. You could have like a free copy of your book in your Irby Love uh, startup kit. Um, <laughs> I was thinking farmersonly.com. Ooh. That like I feel like there's a good market there. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think <laughs> okay. the world is your oyster or the world is your radish. I don't really know what farmers say. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think where can people find you if they want to if they want to experience more of your just living profundity uh, on a day to day basis? Oh, man. Um, I am on all social media at Morgan Spatola, which is S-P-A-T-O-L-A. I also have a website that I never talk about that's not updated, but I'm going to update it. So now that I'm saying it on the podcast, like it will probably be up to date. But I post a lot of my artwork there that is not audio based. And that website is, of course, MorganSpatola.com. Perfect. So that's those are good places to find me and the things that I do. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Morgan Spatola. Morgan, it was great to talk to you. <laughs> hey, there's a link to that on the website, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely to talk to you as always. This isn't the last that we're going to do of, of these at all, but uh, it is for 2019. Yes. Um, okay, then. Talk. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.